Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's short stories, here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Lauren writes stories with a purpose about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Today's Bible verse comes from the New Testament, the book of Mark, chapter 10 and verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Today's story is called Timmy Too. Lauren writes, Timaeus, or Tim, as he was known in the village, was very fond of his young son. He had a deep affection for the awkward, sometimes invasive behavior that the boy had exhibited since the dreadful mistake as Tim called it. The mistake was his own fault. Timaeus always considered that he was the one responsible. For years ago, he had noticed some discoloration in his son's eyes, and that they were irritated much of the time. Timaeus, following the advice of a relative, took his young son to a medical man in another village. The self-appointed physician decided to cure the problem with a mixture of herbs, mercury, and acid. The mixture was prepared and applied, covering the boy's eyes in a slimy paste. Later, when the would-be doctor rinsed away the potion, Tim's little son was left sightless. He was six years old. Timaeus spent all of his free time with his blind son. Timmy, too, was how he was known to the villages. He was a loud youth. It seemed that the loss of his sight caused him to overcompensate with sheer vocal volume. You could hear Timmy, too, from across the marketplace, carrying clearly over the noise of the pushcart fish hawkers and the droning hum of the shoppers. The only place he was ever known to be quiet was down at the shore. There he would sit for hours, listening for the sound of his father's voice. Timaeus was the captain of a fishing vessel that ventured out on the Great Lake early each morning before dawn. The blind child would awaken to an empty house and begin to fix himself breakfast. His father had taught him how to fetch an egg from the chicken coop. He knew just where the wood for the stove was kept, and he dutifully stroked the fire in the hearth while he waited for his egg to boil. He was alone at these times. He never knew his mother. She had no place in his memory nor in his heart. Timaeus never spoke of her. Timmy, too, spent his days in the village marketplace. He was well known as a nudge to the vendors, always underfoot, he would pass the hours waiting for the afternoon sun to feel cooler on his brow, a sure sign that evening was coming. 
That could mean but one thing. His father would be coming in with the day's catch. Timmy, too, would head for the docks and await the familiar sound of his Abba, calling orders to his crew. As soon as the ship was near enough, the silent boy would exchange listening for calling. Abba, do you see me? He would cry, waving his arms above his head. The senior Tim would wave back and call, Coming, child, let us go home together. As soon as the ship docked, Timmy, too, would follow the sound of his Abba's calling voice and run to his open arms. His father would then take his boy's hand in his strong grip and gently lead Timmy, too, through the narrow streets. An unlikely pair. They were ship captain and blind boy together on their way home. This is how it was until the day his father's ship did not return to port. No one was sure what had happened to the captain and his crew. The blind child would not be moved from the dock where he waited silently for days on end. He sat, listening for the familiar sound of his Abba calling to him. But the sound did not come. The days became weeks. The weeks became months. In time, the months turned to years. Timmy, too, began the descent downward to the only life available to him, life on the street. He became a beggar, a blind beggar, who is still known as the son of Timaeus, or Bartimaeus. His condition was dreadful. He was pitied by many, but ignored by most. The mystery of his long-lost father disappeared into yesterday's news. The past was indeed a sad mystery, but the future was certainly bleaker still. His home was the street, both day and night. The alms that folks occasionally tossed his way, he kept in a leather pouch until he had collected enough to buy bread from the baker. Alms, alms for a blind man, Bartimaeus would call. His loud voice carried throughout the market causing some to give way to the annoyance. Hush, loudmouth, the words had no effect. The beggar called for aid despite their rude protests. Thus, the years rolled on and on. One morning in the marketplace, Bartimaeus heard a commotion. There were excited voices discussing a recent visit by two disciples of a rabbi named Jesus who was said to be a miracle worker. The duo that had come to the village had spoken in glowing terms of this rabbi, claiming he was the promised Messiah. Bartimaeus did not hear of it personally, as they had set up in the temple, a place where he was not welcomed. However, in the wake of their visit, he caught some reference to Jesus giving sight to the blind. Could this be... His heart ached with curiosity. That night, he slept fitfully. He dreamed of his father. In his dream, he was a boy again, walking home from the docks, his hand tucked snugly in his Abba's strong grip. When he awoke, it was mid-morning. He could tell the hour by turning his face to the warm sun. For some reason, 
on this morning, the market was strangely quiet. It seemed nearly empty. Where is everyone? he asked in no particular direction. Just then, a loud cheer could be heard out by the road that led around the village. What could it be? Bartimaeus asked himself. As quickly as he could, he scurried toward the sound of the excited voices. It's Jesus, said a woman in the crowd. The blind beggar was close enough to hear her. He's coming right this way. Something burst inside of Bartimaeus. He began to cry out, his loud voice carrying over the crowd. Jesus, can you see me? Bartimaeus was wildly waving his arms above his head. Be still, beggar, said one nearby. Another fumed, hush, loudmouth, and pushed him down in the dust. But Bartimaeus could not be silenced. His booming voice rose higher still. Son of David, have mercy on me. Son of David, have mercy on this blind man. Suddenly, the crowd drew quiet. Bartimaeus strained his ears, trying to discern what was happening. Everything was still. And then a voice next to him said, He's calling for you. Then another voice spoke, Yes, Timmy too, the rabbi is calling for you. The crowd began to push him forward, parting like a wave to let him through. Hurry, they urged, but Bartimaeus needed no urging. He began to run toward a voice that he could now hear clearly. That's right. Come to me, son. The sound of it reminded him of his Abba's voice. He fell to the ground, embracing the rabbi's feet. What do you want me to do for you? asked Jesus. I want to see, sobbed the beggar. Do you believe I can do this for you? asked the rabbi. Yes, yes, came the reply. Then you shall have what you ask for, Jesus said, as he looked heavenward for a moment. Then Bartimaeus looked up into the gentle face of his healer. It was a smile that he could see. Looking around at the astonished crowd, he bellowed, I can see! Cheers ascended from the people, praising this great gift. Men thumped Bartimaeus on the back. Women hugged him for joy. But Bartimaeus would not turn from the face of Jesus. Come with me, said the rabbi. My father is very fond of you. As he slipped his hand into the strong grip of Jesus, the crowd began to move again, following this unlikely pair. They were Jesus, the son of David, and Bartimaeus, a child of God, together on their way home. God's love is the strongest hug in the universe. It pulls my heart towards him. It conquers kings and kingdoms. It always has and always will. I love him because he loved me first, unconditionally and undeservedly. Reach out to him, for you will not be overlooked by Jesus. That's right. You will not be overlooked by Jesus even if the world turns away.
This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you.